Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And welcome to the very first Tyler Glenn Show. Oh, God, it's good to be back with you. Holy cow. Today is Wednesday, March the 1st. I'm so nervous. I think I'm going to, like, curl my coffee all over my equipment I got here. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Hey, welcome into the Beach Bunker. It's good to see you. I'm Tyler Glenn, and this is the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. What does that mean exactly? That means we're going to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. Everybody loves to show pictures of the the food that they eat and the places that they go and the people that they meet. So we're going to talk a lot about that. And we're going to talk a lot about some other fun stuff that's happening around the world and here at home. It's the Tyler Glenn Show on Twitch. And of course, we start each and every stream on most major platforms. And we're going to have some special guests joining us today, too. More on that in just a second. First, I want to say a special good morning to uh, all those who are already joining us on chat on Twitch this morning. Uh, good morning to Cheryl. Good morning. Good, Lots of good mornings. Good to have you along with us this morning on the Tyler Glenn Show. I have a bit of a cold, and I apologize for that, and I apologize for any technical issues that we have this morning uh, out of the shoot, because chances are they're going to happen uh, with a new show and with a whole bunch of new technology. First, I want to give you a quick tour of uh of the beach bunker so this is it this is this is the beach bunker this is where the show is going to be happening we're going to have conversations each morning from seven until nine central let me do it this way right here there's a scroll going across some local news headlines there's going to be that and then uh we're gonna let me take you a little bit on a little bit of a tour of some other stuff that i've got here yay good morning congrats on another new chapter oh that's so nice thank you so much for that that is so awesome. I have to admit, I first little, well, second, probably technical difficulty. I'm having a hard time seeing names this morning. I'm going to see if I can move this around a little bit. Coming up a little bit later this morning, we're going to have uh, Eric Zane join us from the Eric Zane Show. This is going to be fun to do uh, where we're going to like cross into another show at the exact same time. Yay. Good morning. Congrats on another new chapter. Thank you so much for that. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick look at uh, what's happening outside. Let's take a, this is pretty schnazzy stuff. So this is a live shot of downtown Winnipeg on a Wednesday morning as the sun comes up on this March the 1st. And uh, here's a look at your road conditions this morning. So um, here's how things are shaping up on the roads. And uh, it, it has been a bit of a slippery week because... We've had some snow blow onto the road. We have got warmer temperatures. I mean, we're we're into March now. And uh, so it, it has created some slippery conditions at times. So do be careful. A little deceiving when you look at the pictures and go, hey, that looks pretty good. If, if you ever wonder about that number 10 self camera, it, it's lit by natural light. I don't think there is a light there. So as soon as the sun comes up, that camera actually starts working a lot better than what you see there. 
to take a look at the roads. And we'll do that every half hour on the show. So we take a beach break every half hour. More on that in just a second. And then we'll take a look at what's happening in the weather. Now, that's a live radar shot in the top left-hand corner. And that is what we're seeing for precipitation, which obviously is not much. Now, if you're in North Dakota, that's a bit of a different situation. Um, so there, there's your roads. Here's a look at the windshield map. So here across North America, here's how people are waking up on this Wednesday morning. This is what it feels like. This is not the temperature. I'll get to that in just a second. But this is what it feels like across North America. Oh, look at us. Look at Manitoba, the beautiful red and orange. And that means, yeah, we're the we're the coldest part. But you can see that there's there's cold air um, circulating over most most of the continent this morning. But it's the air temperature. This is this is the shot right here. That's going to give you the details on how cold it is across North America. It's kind of neat. So, and at the same time, you get that shot of the, uh, of the satellites. You can see whether or not we've got some, some crazy stuff headed our way. And uh, I'll, I'll have all that information for you each and every morning. And again, we take a look at that every half hour. Starts at 7 o'clock each morning, goes until 9 a.m. The beach break is what we do every half hour where we uh, slow things down a little bit. We fill up our coffee. We get a bathroom break in. It's about two or three minutes. And uh, we go to the beach. So there, there's a beach break on this show every half hour. Okay. And so I picked this one because it was a um, a star jet favorite of mine. I figured that would be a good one to pick as a, as a first beach to go to for the beach break. And we'll do that uh, again after or around 730. And so what we'll do is we'll flip to this. This is a live shot this morning of the Holiday Inn Resort at Zawatneho. It's obviously dark because it's first thing in the morning, but it's beautiful when the sun comes up and the ocean waves start coming in and and you can see all of that at the same time. And so we'll uh, we'll do that every half hour or so. 50th birthday celebration campfire. And that's where I got my cold. It's my own fault. I apologize that I don't sound exactly stellar for you this morning. I apologize, especially on my first day back. It's so good to to see you and talk to you again. Uh, Laurie, good morning, Laurie. It's nice to see you. And good morning, Jody. It's nice to see you, too. Um, it's been like 800 days. 800 days since we've been together and it is uh it's good to be back and doing a show again we've got so much to talk about this morning uh, as i mentioned there was a couple of guys that were really instrumental in getting me back behind a microphone well three guys actually my son david just did a phenomenal job of all the graphic stuff that you're going to see not only on the show but uh, on the website which launches friday by the way friday at four o'clock that is really, really cool, and I can't wait to show you that. He just did an amazing job, but this all started, uh, as I'd mentioned, with Don Collins, uh, who used to be a boss of mine, and uh, got me hooked up with uh, with Twitch, because that's where he is in San Francisco. And uh, I reached out to Eric Zane, had a conversation with him, and, and the rest, as they say, is, is history. So uh, you sound great, despite the cold. Thanks, Daryl. Oh, you sound perfect. Well, that's awesome. I'm so glad. But anyway, back to these guys um, and my son, David, specifically, um, because he designed my logo. Um, he designed uh, some of the advertising sponsorship stuff that you see floating around on the uh, on the other side. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. That's his old logo. Oh, he's going to he's probably texting me right now. Dad, it's the old logo. What are you doing? Let's have a look at I, I want to catch up with you because it's like we haven't seen each other in three years. And the COVID pandemic has just been absolutely 
devastating to so many people, especially those that were affected health-wise. But then you've got the people that were affected with their businesses. There were so many businesses that were affected by the uh, by COVID and so many families that were affected by it. And it was devastating to so many people. And And it's nice to see that so many of us, so many uh, folks are coming out of that now to a certain degree. Lots of people are starting new jobs, new careers, new adventures. I, I don't mind telling you that, you know, for me personally, through the last three years, it's been it's been incredibly difficult. I mean, like professional help difficult. Um, I just don't live in a world where we're supposed to stay inside, and not talk to people, shake hands and kiss babies. And I mean, that's the business that I had chosen and I was in at that time. It was devastating. It was it was a very, very tough time. For a long time, I was trying to just keep my one foot grounded in what was the last bit of normal. And literally, look, I'm going to show you some stuff here for a second. This is this my last bit of normal. This is this is on a star jet here. We're going to our last the last star jet that we went on, because really, that's when for me, things were last normal. March of 2020. This is hard to believe three years ago. There I am on the radio. We're doing our shtick. And you know, and there's some guy trying to fix stuff. See, even then, I was having technical problems. <laughs> anyway, here's here I am doing some shtick. And this guy's in Mexico. He's trying to fix things for me. And then here we are. Oh, we're get, we're having too much fun. There's, you know, Steve and Monique and our winners from the Starjet and me. You can tell my eyes are kind of, they're just like pistols in a snowbank right there. Oh, having fun. And there we are. This is just like we're doing now. The early morning broadcast from Mexico. There's the equipment all set up and life was good and, and the air was fresh and and the ocean was beautiful and, and things were great. And we had uh, all kinds of fun and all kinds of guests. And it was such a good time. It was such a good time. And we had such good people. And life seemed normal. And of course, we had the COVID thing going on, but we thought that, ah, we're just going to have to wash our hands for a while. The masks weren't even talked about. They weren't even talked about. In fact, oh, geez, this is okay. This is what they call Tsunami Saturday. This is out of control. How'd this picture get in here? Oh, my God. Okay. This is, this is where the, the clothing, as soon as articles of clothing start to come off, like Tsunami Saturday. Yeah. Oh, look at there's Marlene and Jody and me. I, I look unimpressed, but I think that it's just how they caught me uh, for that particular shot. We come back. This is a sad day. This is uh, we come back from Starjet and all hell broke loose. I mean, it they were closing stuff down and um, people were not allowed to show up at work. And we're like, wait a second. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not exaggerating when I say that when we were on that last Starjet, and we got on that plane. I remember saying to Tracy, I remember specifically because I love Hardee's and in the South, it's Carl's Jr. At the Port of Vallarta Airport, there's a Carl's Jr. on the second floor. And I had to wait a long time for the burger. Why do, why do I remember this? Because it was packed. They were, it was packed like sardines in this airport and not one mask, not one mask anywhere. And I remember thinking to myself, Oh, shit, this is going to be we this won't even be a thing when we get home. And actually, it was quite the opposite because we got on the plane. I took my burger on the plane. I enjoyed that as like my last meal on Earth. 
all help broke loose and life was never the same. It was never the same. Here's a picture of what was my tiny studio then with radio equipment hooked up to do the show from home, which is what I'm doing now. And I remember getting hooked up because everyone's in quarantine. Remember, they locked us all down. And the only time you could get out was to go to the grocery store, or the drugstore. And I remember thinking to myself, how long is this going to last? Is this is this how life is going to be? And there I am. I'm happy because I and really, I'm, I'm not going to lie. The first couple of weeks were kind of a kick is like, I can't believe that I'm running a whole operation from my basement. This is so cool. And the technology had arrived. And I don't think that we <clears throat> or me had used it to its full potential. And there's and then and then I started doing this. I started doing the stream on Facebook member for those who've been following me long enough. I start putting on funny hats and and doing the song and dance and, and talking like what we're doing now. But it was just on Facebook at that time uh, because, you know, that's that's pretty much all I knew. And we were kind of just limping along. Right. And, oh, yeah. yeah, With my Mexican hat on. And again, trying to. But life turned that way. There's my family. There's and this is how we visited with my family. It was and, and we all did this. It's not obviously unique to me. But it took a long time. Then fast forward to like May. And remember, I did the head shaving thing. Remember, I did that. And because honestly, when this was going on, oh, God, this is video of me shaving my head. And so when this is going on, I'm thinking to myself, we're at the end. I really thought this was kind of we were coming into the end and life was about to return to normal for summertime because spring was pretty much ending. The weather was changing. And so I figured, let's raise a whole bunch of money uh, for the food bank. And that's what we did. I think it was like $12,000 or something like that. And so I figured, hey, my hair was completely out of control at that time. First little bit of hope that I had um, that this was over and that life was returning to normal. But that was not that was not to be. Hey, there's the my beautiful wife and my beautiful head said, hey, way to go, everybody. Samaritan House in there. There we are, Clear Lake, Clear Lake, Manitoba, uh, on our vacation. No, things didn't return to normal. I don't think we could even leave the province at that time. You know, we had to kind of stay put. So here we are. This is an important picture because we are T.R. McCoy's at Clear Lake. They literally had like two tables open because this was in August, right before they shot everything down at Clear Lake. Clear Lake went into like this. It's kind of like they'd had a couple of... uh, uh, a couple of cases or something like that, if I remember correctly. And then all of a sudden, boom, the whole town shut down. The area shut down. Manitoba was like, kaboom. It, it was it was not good. Then and oh, and then it was masks. And so that's Thanksgiving. And uh, we're all in masks and we wore masks until this was over. So at Thanksgiving, it was announced that we would be done. November 13th, the mess would clean up, and there I am with my mask. Hey, by the way, in case you missed it, Amber is going to be on the show tomorrow. Oh, can't wait to have Amber on tomorrow, and uh, we're going to have Heather Prozac on on uh, on Friday. Excited about that. So anyway, here's masks I had done, and there we are. Farewell week. That was it. Oh, man. The area's longest-running morning show comes to a close November and there we were, and uh, we said goodbye. You can see the look on my face, not a happy camper, but uh, uh, life goes on, right? And you just make the best of it, and um, 
there we are in masks. And like I said, those masks really just never came off. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. So Amber moves to a different area. There's uh, there. She comes to visit me and we stay in touch and stuff. And yeah, but that was my Radioville limit. And there I am basking in the glow of my studio one last time. Oh, loved that view. And then I had gifts, which was really cute. Uh, it was Christmas time. So it was part a goodbye and and part uh, Christmas stuff. And look at that peppered bacon. Oh, man. And then like the booze and the bacon. So really, that was that was considered as a <laughs> as a title for the show is like te- the tequila and bacon show with Tyler Glenn. That's like, uh, no, let's uh, we'll refine. We'll refine that a little bit. Although, you know me, it'd be pretty true. Tequila and bacon, and I'm I'm set. There we are. We are locked down. That's Christmas. Oh, it was awful. It was just an aw- it was awful, just awful. I don't need to tell you that, but I just wanted to share with you. You know, the last three years leading up to this point, I say goodbye on the radio and toured around and really got to know the area. My son moved to Winnipeg. He's at the the courts there, and there I am in the backyard. And there's my office. And I started cleaning it out. I started taking stuff off the walls. I just felt like, you know what? Um, it just really, the whole world felt like it was ending. Everything just felt like it was just getting sucked into a hole. Yeah, this was this was all coming to an end. It was very, very sad. That's my folks who were on the traveling home. And then my daughter had to graduate from school. We, my in-laws had a big uh, garage, uh, big uh, auction sale. There they are at the farm. That's my mother-in-law. They had a big auction sale. There's the girls there. And then my daughter graduated. And I'll tell you, it was a terrible time for all students. It was, it was awful. I mean, you couldn't see your friends. It was senior year. It was just unbelievable. But I wanted to show these pictures of my beautiful little girl. She had her graduation in 2021. She's at Brandon University now. There's Fat Daddy and those beautiful kids. There we are. There's my daughter. Before I say bye to everybody on Facebook, I wanted you to see. There's Liberty. There she is smiling for pictures. She's got, and then she moved her tassel. Self-indulging. I apologize. It, every show won't be like this. We're just playing catch up. There's, there's Proud Dad. There she is. Isn't she beautiful? I was thinking, oh, she's going to trip. Oh, watch a carpet. Those heels. Do I look good in my heels? You're going you're gonna to do a face plant on the carpet. It's going to happen. My studio business, I was, before COVID hit, oh my gosh, I was so fortunate. It was so good. And then when COVID hit, I probably lost, I lost half for sure, probably 55% of my business. And I lost 100% of my Canadian business. It is gone. Like, and that was the first thing to go because they shut everything in Canada down. So there was another vacation in Manitoba. And I have to tell you, if you know people in Gimli, show them this Twitch cast because I fell in love with that town. I can't believe it. Look, it doesn't that look like the ocean. And it actually is like that. If you get a chance to go to Gimli, it's a great spot. Again, we're the show about food, fun places in the mayhem of life. So this is from the bucket of fun places. Gimli checks the box. I love Gimli. And it's my kind of town. It's not like Hootie Tootie super rich people and things like that. I hope I didn't insult anybody, but look at this. It's so cute. Look at this. And and really, I love the, they've got like a really nice personality to the town. And I love the fact that it's got that ocean feel to it. It's just beautiful. And of course, I had to sample all the Crown Royal. So there I, 
<laughs> there I am sampling all the Crown Royal. Uh, I think I had to drink everything out of Gimli. Uh, then we had a federal election, so I went to vote. Things I thought this was getting close to uh, 2022. And there I am. Yes, because I made my first trip south of the border. I, and, and then they closed the border down again. I was so happy that I could get down there. And then I celebrated my 30 years in radio. There I am. And that was our Christmas in 2021, uh, circling around into 2022. And then I went to Toronto in the early part of the year and got my uh, U.S. visa, which I'm extremely proud of. And then the war hit. And when the war hit, that's when really everything kind of went south for me. And um, that kind of was the end because Ukraine got invaded and uh, I uh, finished up my radio career. And that was it. Like many people through COVID, you're left with picking up pieces of what was left after, at that point, two years of garbage. Um, Okay, so we're going to actually have, would you believe it, we're going to have Eric Zane on the show just after eight, less than half an hour from now. I can't t wait to introduce you to him. Uh, He's got quite the story um, because as I was showing you those pictures, that's where my story uh, ends off is that... uh, the Ukraine war starts. I'm left with a business in shambles, basically. Well, half of what it was, as so many people were. Like, I, again, this is not a unique situation to to me by any stretch of the imagination. But before we get to how I ended here, we do have to take a quick step back in time to 2019. I went on a trip to Minneapolis uh, with a colleague of mine, Cam Clark, and we went to a thing called Conclave. It's a big conference of radio people, and it's all the cutting edge technology of radio this, radio that, blah, 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 where it's going and so on and so forth. And they all get together and do stuff. And it's amazing. People were you could talk to broadcasters from Los Angeles, New York, Denver, Houston, Chicago. It was I came back going, oh, my God, this is before COVID hit. But I came back going, oh, my God, this is going to be. You can see there are a bunch that like to have a little bit of food and drink. You can see there I'm in that I'm in that group big time. And there's Cam and I were at a baseball game. We went to see see the twins play. And there I am with Valerie Geller. She is to radio what Oprah is to TV. Val Geller is just absolutely incredible. And so we're at this conference. You can see that they've got speakers there. Um, the pictures of the speakers on the on a, on a big screen TV, and Eric Zane was one of the speakers, and he had talked about how he had come off a nationally syndicated radio show called Free Beer and Hot Wings, and started his own business, and it was centered around podcasting, and that's kind of was the gist of it. Um, he wasn't on Twitch yet, and uh, but he was in he was this big podcast guy that had really done very very well for himself. And it's because he had jumped off of a uh, of a nationally syndicated show, built up his brand in Michigan. Uh, but this show was carried across the United States out of out of Grand Rapids. Ah, there's me and Matt and Cam and this guy. Oh, man, just some real industry heavyweights. I was so glad you could see the smile on my face. It was such a cool place to be. And there's uh, some old colleagues, old like old as in former colleagues of mine, Lori Lewis. There I am. There's my little this guy's from New York City, a New York City, Manhattan radio guru guy. So we get hit with a snowstorm 
Fast forward back to post-COVID. This was after Don Collins called me and said, you know what, you should... uh, one of the things that you should consider now that you're, you know, see radio in the rear view is you should come on Twitch. And I remembered Eric Zane and that time in Minneapolis. And we got hit with that late April snowstorm. Do you remember this? Do you remember the late April snowstorm? There's my buddy, Kurt Shuchuk. He's in my wedding party. He, he owns the Sandy Lake Golf Course. So this, I sent Eric these pictures from the big snowstorm that we had in late April. And there he is. There's his, there's his show. And if you have relatives in Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, Ontario, um, Illinois, even Minnesota, you got to tell them about Eric's show. So I sent him the email and said, look, I was talking to Don Collins. Check out these pictures of snow. Could use them on your show. And what do you think about the whole podcast Twitch thing? And anyway, my phone rings. I'm not joking. So I send the email and within the hour on my call display is Eric Zane. I'll never forget it because I thought this guy is a class act. Holy shit. He didn't, he didn't or, or doesn't like responding to the email. He's lazy, but I don't think it's that he called me and he's like, Tyler, it's Eric Zane. You'll hear him. He's just got, Oh my God. You should hear this guy's voice. It's incredible. He's got a voice. I got, I got, I got a voice like this compared to Eric. (laughs) Um, he's, he's phenomenal. So anyway, he gets on the phone and he's like, dude, he says to me, I will make sure if you want to go this route, I will make sure that you see this happen. I am at your full disposal, whatever you need. Like it's to this day. I'm so glad that I could get through this story without getting emotional. It might be different when Eric comes on, but when, when you have somebody like that, a perfect stranger that, like, all I wanted was a little bit of information, you know? Oh, boy. Okay, hang on. Coffee time. Coffee break. Whoa. Hang on. All I wanted was a little bit of information. And this guy said, look, I remember him saying, I will hold your hand. It's just like, oh, there's Don Collins. He's going to hate the fact I shared this picture. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's concentrating hard. He'll come in after 830, I'm hoping. It's early morning for him, so... Uh, so I, I got in touch with Don said, yeah, I think I'd like to do this. And so here's Eric, like he's showing me all the different technical. There's a lot of technical stuff that goes into putting on a show like this. I don't mind saying it's, it's a lot of work. This isn't something that you can just kind of flip a switch on overnight. Although Eric did it, I think in less than a month. Um, but that's his setup. That's Eric. And he's got dogs that, uh, that keep him company on his little on his chair on his uh, couch behind him. He's such a good guy. So then, uh, yeah, and then the mugs started coming in, and the swag started coming in, and the show started to take shape. That hey, this is uh, this is going to be in the in the works, and that's kind of how this thing started to really get a life of its own. And uh, then, of course, I went to San Francisco, and. That was just a complete thrill. And believe it or not, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but it was the first time that I had uh, flown out of Brandon. Like I hadn't, usually I fly out of the States quite a bit. Uh, It's considerably cheaper. I'm not going to lie. And I just come back from Los Angeles and uh, it was such a positive trip that I said to Trace, you know, I think I'm going to go and see Don Collins in San Francisco. And she said, go, go. 
you know, you'll get the ins and outs and have a good visit and catch up. I hadn't worked with him um, since 19, no, 2000 in Saskatchewan at News Talk CJME in Regina. We put that station on the air together and um, it was great. It was great to catch up, but I was embarrassed that it was the first time that I had flown, <laughs> flown out of Brandon. And it was cool because I went Brandon, Calgary, San Francisco. And, uh, and if, you ha- if you're like me and have yet to do the flight to Calgary, I'm sure that uh, there'll be others that will tell you that it is pretty awesome. Like, holy shit. And when I went to search for the prices, it was cheaper to fly to Brandon than out of Minot, Bismarck, Grand Forks. And I thought, oh, my God, like not only cheaper, it was like a seat sale. And uh, so here I am. I'm, I'm taking off. If you've never taken off from Brandon, there's not much. It was a cloudy, really windy day in October. Late October it was almost uh, almost November. It's cool because um, you can do the two hour drive to Winnipeg and catch a flight. Or you can in Brandon jump on a, an airplane like this, and in two hours, you're in Calgary. And I have to admit, I kind of like the latter. <laughs> you know, if, if my wallet allows, I'd rather I'd rather do the flight. That trip to, to Winnipeg is, cra- or is awful. So it had snowed a little bit in Calgary. I'm coming into Calgary here, and then I jumped on a plane. Special nod to um, my former boss, Don Kill, who was at the Calgary airport at the departure gate as i was going to san francisco he's going uh to his winter home and he hired me to put star on the air if that's not an unbelievable coincidence i just i just i couldn't believe i was seeing him and he's like what are you doing and i'm like well i've got to go to san francisco and i'm working on the, I'm putting this thing together and he's like, Oh, I can't wait to hear. And it's just like, Oh my God, it's just amazing that the guy who brought me to Brandon from Regina and hired me away from Don Collins was there to see me go to San Francisco, start this new adventure. So here I am flying into San Francisco. It's very bumpy coming in. So I didn't get any really good shots. Walking downtown. That's past uh, Twitch headquarters there. And uh, very impressive place. If uh, this is this is amazing. The hills. Look at this garbage truck dumping garbage at like a 45 degree angle in San Francisco. Just just crazy. If you've ever been to San Francisco, we don't know hills. I I spent the better part of a day, honestly, thinking about how I could paint an accurate picture for people in Manitoba of how hilly it is in the city. And I thought to myself, imagine taking a city like like a Winnipeg or a Calgary and every street has hills as steep as the incline on the number 10 highway between Menidosa and Erickson. Like every street is like, and then down. And it's fine if you're walking down the hill. But when you have to walk up the hill, I'm telling you, I got some serious cardio workout when I was in San Francisco. This is Chinatown. It's just what a beautiful city. Just beautiful. It gets a bad rap in the media. You know, being from Canada, we're pretty liberal here. So I didn't really, I didn't really, it didn't really jump out at me and go, oh my God, it's like this, 
you know, people doing drugs and laying on the streets. I mean, every big city's got that problem. And we have it in Canada, too. So it didn't. I just thought it was pretty. And I thought it was warm. It was obviously first part of November. So and there I get to go to Twitch. And uh, this is uh, in the lobby as you're coming in. It's absolutely gorgeous in there. It's obviously a tech company. This is their coffee room. He's offering me like a wide assortment of beverages. You can, you know, like in in. In the tech industry, they basically have access to all kinds of amenities. Like, look at the drinks and the snacks. It's just all this and all part of your work. Like, this is part you you show up to work and you get snacks and you get food. And yet, I love this one. He's showing me a vending machine for equipment. So... If something breaks, like think about this for a second, like think about your work. This drove me crazy because if you break a monitor or a keyboard or say the mouse goes and you work for like the hospital authority and then you got to go to like your tech guy and he puts in a purchase order for your mouse and you're saying to yourself, oh, Jesus, how long is this going to take? Well, it'll be a couple of weeks and we'll get the mouse back for you and blah, 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 blah. You put in your employee card here and it just like says, oh. Tyler got a mouse. Here's your mouse. And it keeps track of it. It's just like, yeah, why didn't I think of that? Here he is taking me inside the kitchen. They got chefs, chefs cooking food all the time for people who are working. We went and had lunch in there a little bit later. Um, And like, look at the kitchen. Look at the this is just like when you show up to work. This is part of the deal at these tech companies. And and they're not alone. Like this is this is not just at Twitch. This is this happens at YouTube and Facebook and Twitter with Elon. I mean, tw- uh, Twitter is just down the street, I believe. I think it might be on the same street uh, as Twitch. Oh, this. Hopefully, you can see this. This is a good shot. Look at the shot. And then they have. Uh, so this is like their huge kitchen cafeteria area. And then they'll have meetings and stuff. So. Um, if you or someone you know is is on the platform and then they do updates and say, hey, we're unveiling this new product, blah, 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 blah. Uh, they do it from here in San Francisco and say, hey, we're coming to you from San Francisco and here's what we got going on and stuff like that. So so that's pretty cool. I hope I'm not too annoying with my cold. God, this is. Oh, and then you got to see this. This is the secret ice cream freezer. So look at this. They got a freezer here. With little cups of ice cream hidden around the corner. He's smiling because it's, look at, no one knows where it is. It's just over in the corner. And then when they do, it's really funny because like new employees will start. And then it's like, hey, where'd you get that ice cream? It's part of the new process. It's part of the process of getting to know your environment is, is, you know, you got to find it. You got to find where the, uh, where the ice cream is at. And then, of course, they've got all the comforts of home, like a uh, ping pong table. This is where they're doing all kinds of uh, of uh, testing for games and stuff. Then they got old school games like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the big comfy couch. This is all in a work environment. This is all where they hang out. This is where, you know, things are getting done. Uh, at the company. It's amazing. Here we are sitting and having a Coke. I really like this. It's a bathroom. Now, look at in their bathroom. They are so concerned about the welfare of their employees and making sure everybody's got what they need. They got toothbrushes in the bathroom. Q-tips. 
this is a guy's can. Uh, the women's can may ha- likely has an assortment of other stuff that you may or may not need, like a lint. This is a lint remover, I think. And uh, just incredible boardrooms and stuff like that. Just a beautiful view. It was just an incredible experience, an amazing opportunity. And I'm going to... Okay, we're going to... Okay, I'm going to start as well. And oh, and, look at, oh. there you are. I'm just going to see if I can hear you. Hang on a second. I'm going to be talking on the phone and to this at the same time. Well, who cares? We got it. Just, That's okay. Just talk. This is okay. This is good. Well, this is Eric. He's kind of he's kind of tiny there. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Zane. Uh, I'm getting comments. Uh, Ryan says, what a bunch of old men. Yeah. I love it. This is like Zoom meetings during COVID. It happens. You know, we're doing our best. <laughs> oh, man, I'm supposed to hook up with Don Collins after 830. That's going to be fun. I'll have to send him a new link. I, I think it's probably because I sent two links at once and it can only do one. And who, who knows? Hey, thanks for having me on your show. I hope I didn't. The freeze pleasure up. is mine, Tyler. The pleasure is mine. Hey, Eric. And I really wanted to say in front of my audience, even though this is a little convoluted and this is like error number 12 on my show, because it's the first show. I wanted to thank you so much. I told the story about how um, and I'm not going to bore your, your audience with this, my story, but I want to tell them that when I sent an email to Eric, remember those snowstorm pictures that I sent you? Yes. And I I just wanted to pick your brain about doing a show like yours. And I'll never forget, Eric, that I sent the email within the hour. My phone rang and you were you were on my phone. It was at and there you were. It was it was incredible. Um, I I actually I thank you for for uh, for bringing that up and pointing it out. I um, I. You know, I, I try to help when I can, and I did give the audience all of your background. I told them from the very beginning about how unceremoniously it all ended on radio for you and how that was very difficult for you and you were you were upset, um, but you wanted to, you know, um, you know, I, I had a similar scenario happen, and, um, and you, to be able to um, uh, pick up, to help you pick up the pieces, I was, I was glad to do that. Well, and, and, and the fact that you, your exact words were, and you just cut to the chase. There was no bullshit. Oh, I love swearing. This is really cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, you cut to the chase and said, like, dude, whatever you need, I will hold your hand until you get this off the ground. And I mean, this was months ago. And, you know, you have been there to help me uh, every step of the way. See, look at he's doing some stuff on the fly here. We can see it kind of <laughs> yeah. trying to, to move stuff around. I, too, will take a look at uh, at what happened here exactly. But at least we can talk to each other. But what's this, what's supposed to happen is Eric is going to appear on the left screen and I'm going to be on the right screen for my audience. Oh, I'm getting a little bit bigger there. But I mean, you just you said that, uh, you know, whatever you need. And I think that while you've been invaluable in helping me to um, to guide me in the right direction, I think the support that you gave, we, you know, and, and it's hard to come by. And I don't know how you found it with your radio folks, Eric, but, you know, I I went to social media and told everybody I was going to do this about two weeks ago. And the, the support locally was incredible to me. The the easiest thing was just convincing people like yourself that um, 
you have everything you need at your disposal. And sometimes a person who's maybe been had something terrible happen, like job loss, one of the worst things that can happen to a person outside of losing a loved one. Sometimes you just need someone to actually say, um, you already have everything you need. And you do. You have your brain and and your mouth and you have your audience. You're already there. So now you just do, you have plenty of time. This is what I told you to now figure out your plan of attack. Now just figure out what the hell you want to do. Now you just, and you're just, you're putting it out to the world on a platform that's limitless and that a growing number of people are getting their engagement on, you know? And so how have you found it, Eric? How have, because you just hit a thousand shows. Congratulations. A thousand episodes. How have you found the last, how many years has it been? Just over four. Man, I told the story of how we met in, at Conclave, and you did a big presentation. At that time, it was just podcasting and how you had really done well in that realm, and it's just expanded and grown since then. Um, yeah, and it wasn't really any magic scenario for me. It was all just doing it, just doing it. And early on, it wasn't great. You know, um, I, I struggled being a monologue show, um, but it, I eventually figured it out, and so... Um, yeah, it ended up, it ended up working out. So, but, and that is just whatever you do, don't stop. Just keep <laughs> going because your audience is going to give you uh, plenty of opportunity to uh, improve and, th- and they're going to love you. This is why they, this is why they, they listen to you in the first place. So you just tap into that, uh, uh, what, what got you there in the first place and you'll, you'll be fine as long as you keep going. See, look at this. This is the real Eric Zane here. Real Eric Zane. I'm glad a, to. I'm glad to do it. I'm going to. Uh, I got. I got to find out a direct email for Dear Meathead so I can tell your dad what a stand-up kid he's got. Seriously, that's oh, crazy. Oh, thank you. Because if my kid ever did what you did for me to somebody else, I'll tell you, there's no problem. I mean, you're a dad. You're a grandpa, aren't you? Am I allowed to say that? Am I allowed? I, you are. You okay. are. I was one of those guys whose kid had a baby at like age five. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, he had he had kids young in life and uh yeah so I, I was I was 42 when my uh first grandson was born and then he followed it up with uh hey I'm going to have another one and so he did that and then uh they're still together though they they're they're married now that's a rare thing typically you know high school people have uh have kids and then they end up hating each other a year later you know but uh it it worked out so god god bless them Awesome. That is awesome. And you, I mean, to put on a wedding, you had a, and then you had a snowstorm for the wedding, didn't you? Oh, it was great. Hey, hey, you'd have loved it. You'd have loved it. I mean, my God, we got a ton of snow and it was a COVID super spreader. So everything was, was there. (laughs) I loved how you went on social media. You go on social media. Ah, anybody want to go to a wedding? Uh, we do have a couple, (laughs) we have a couple extra seats available. I'm like, holy shit. How fast can I get on a plane? And then, and then Zane's going to be like, Oh man, my bar budget was not that big. Who brought the big Canadian in? Never and never invite him again. (laughs) So let me ask you something about your show and your audience. Um, as you announced that you were doing this. Uh, people hadn't really heard from you in quite some time, and you wanted to be absolutely sure that you weren't in any legal jeopardy. Okay. And you then 
uh, when you did decide, hey, I'm going to be doing this. Tell me how people responded. It was uh, well, first off, I teased them. I, I always loved doing that in radio when, and, and, and that's a lost art form because of Google. And uh, you well know that it was you and Don Collins and my immediate family who knew what was going on. So I teased them for two weeks. So it really on social media, people are I said, I have news. That's basically all I said. And people people went crazy saying, what's going on? What's happening? What's happening with you? Is it something new? Are you moving? Is it a, a new adventure? And then I just teased them for two weeks. And then uh, then I made the announcement um, and it was so awesome. Like it was just overwhelming support. It was it was more support than than I thought. Like I said, the only surprise for me was kind of the crickets from broadcasting like and i think i don't know if that's because people don't know what this is in our industry or they're scared of it or they don't care or i'm kind of dead to those people but i mean you you and i both know a lot of broadcasters i probably know anywhere between 50 and 100 canadian and american broadcasters and i heard from four wow so it's um that was probably the only curious thing for me. Uh, but but as far as listener support, like and again, across the country, because it's a platform, as you well know, can be consumed anywhere. Um, you know, at all four corners of, of the country, we're reaching out going, oh, my God, we can hear you again. And this is going to be so great. And so it worked out well. Um, Cole on my stream adds, uh, they don't want to lose listeners to you. That's very true. And, you know, uh, five years ago, they'd probably laugh at you. But now a lot of these radio shows do podcasting to some degree, maybe not all in like you. Um, but Corey adds, radio knows podcasting is more popular. And then you can do things they can't. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's I mean, those are all those are all great points. And certainly locally, it would make sense. But I think that, uh, you know, out of market, it just it was very curious to me, you know, that, uh, you know, not even like the D a DM saying, hey, hope it, hope it goes good or good luck type of thing. But I didn't you know, I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time on that. I think that um, I, I've latched on to a couple of big sayings, one being that why look backwards? You're not going that way. And number two is, is there's a reason why the uh, rear view mirror is smaller than your, your, your windshield. And that's because you're, you're, you're moving, you're going that way, you know? And I wish I could, I wish I could think those things up that you just said, those, <laughs> those, plat, those platitudes, I, it's always a real skill to whoever the guy is that thinks those fucking things up. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, eh? No kidding. Well, yeah. and, and I mean they're they're powerful stuff and it's just like, you know, I don't give a shit. I'm I'm going forward and uh, I'm excited and you know, obviously as you can as as my audience can tell, I've got some bugs to work out, but I'm so excited. And like you say, it's complete control. Um and as an artist and you know, I use that term loosely for all of us in this realm, um we get, you know, artists love complete control and complete creativity and we're blessed to be able to do that. So I'm just I am I just tell people I'm the luckiest guy in the world when I think back of my time with Don Collins when I worked with him um to to know him to get that ball rolling and then that you responded to my emails just like I guess this was meant to happen for me. I guess when you hear from people that say this was meant to be then this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Well, we're pals now and I mean we we should we have a lot in common 
and and I, I've enjoyed all of my uh, time becoming friends with you. So this is great. I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm ecstatic that you've uh, landed on your feet, and I, I'll, I'll help in any way I can. And I'm just happy that your audience has something to listen to now and uh, and kind of connect with you in a way that they've never connected before. I mean, and here you are from your home uh, reaching your audience in a way that you di- weren't able to do on the radio. And that's that's what makes this so spectacular. Well, thank you so much, Eric. And again, thank you for all you've done and and thank you for what you continue to do. And like just just an amazing guy. And, you know, nationally syndicated guy that, you know, did, doesn't have to help out a guy like me, but he but he did. It's just just incredible. It's uh, really unreal that a guy like that can make time for a guy like me. So, Eric, I want to respond because you'll you can watch this after. Um, thank you again for not only returning my email, but giving me a phone call. And, and if you know of somebody or maybe you yourself want to check out Eric's show, by all means, please do that. Um, because he's on the platform too. Make sure you do, and and especially if you've got relatives in Wisconsin, Michigan, um, Illinois, uh, Southern Ontario, give Eric a try on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Um, I will make sure to uh, put the links on my um, website, which will launch on Friday, and I'll have all the show notes on there and uh, everything about Eric, and you'll be able to um, take a look at... uh, at uh, at his uh, career to a certain degree, and it kind of in a nutshell, but uh, better. He's trying to do a show at the same time I'm trying to do a show, and so Twitch has actually come up with this amazing new tool called Guest Star, and to alleviate what just happened. Look at this! Oh wow, this is so awesome. Good morning, Don Collins. Hey, buddy. No hey. pee break. Let's go. Oh no, no pee break. <laughs> Oh, man, it's good to have you on. Good morning, Don Collins. Hey, great to be here, and uh, congratulations, day one, and uh, on on your new digital career, and, and how exciting is this? Considering where we've been, all the markets, all the radio we've done, all the years we've talked, and now look at this. What, my favorite Don Collins story, Rolling, oh, no. Rolling Stones in Edmonton. And it, the reason it's one of my favorites is because I, I think, Don, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. We were working for an oldie station in Regina, and we had the opportunity to sit. We sat like 20 feet from Mick Jag. I'll never forget it. It was just pure magic. We partied, we partied pretty hard and we enjoyed ourselves. We enjoyed the show. It was magical. Do you remember that? I Very much. Yeah, absolutely. That was a great show. That that bus trip. Uh, was phenomenal. That was with, uh, yeah, we were at uh, CJME, weren't we? Yeah, CJME in Regina. And, uh, yeah, such a good time. Such a good time. Ra- those those good old days of radio, um, you remember really well because we were in a pretty good time. Uh, and and then those, those days came, and then now, you know, as I talk to some, some big radio managers in Cumulus and iHeart and and Bonneville down here in Edercom, those days are gone. It's every day coming in going, how are we hacking and slashing now and how are we getting rid of staff, which it seems to me is just like this. Uh, ta- radio is built on the talent and personalities of the people you have execute. And uh, it just seems like it's not going in a good place, that's for sure. So 
Hey, congratulations on day one at Twitch. Well, hey, I really appreciate it. And and you know, we when we were in Regina, we took the talks or the 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 uh, that's a nice mug, by the way. Uh, we we took the the oldie station and we made it into a talk station, and that was that was a huge opportunity for me. That uh, it was so exciting, and it still goes to this day and is wildly successful. That was your baby, wasn't it? Uh, absolutely. Um, I came back from. Uh, let's see. No, we switched it over from from oldies to uh, news talk, along with um ckom in saskatoon that's right and mainly because of the rock star that we had in our back pocket which was john gormley yeah I remember. Uh, john gormley our politician just an absolute talk genius and uh i worked with uh, doug rollinson and doug pringle and gord rollinson on on converting that now at the beginning um we couldn't find a morning man uh so i was i would i went from doing an oldie station and talking every 12 minutes for 12 seconds to now you have to actually be smart and, and talk about the issues of the day. And, uh, boy, that was a challenge. That was a hard one. We had a young family and, and it was just, uh, just draining, uh, how to put it all together. Um, that my last on air show was, uh, nine 11. Holy and, cow. Um, yeah, that was uh, so when there's a uh, Dale Isaac, the sports guy, which most in Brandon would probably know yep. if you're a sports fan. Yeah. Um, uh, Dale Isaac and I were doing the morning show and when 9-11 happened and um, at that point, uh, I just said, look, I, I, I got to do something different. And they said, good, because we want Gormley in the morning <laughs> and like from seven o'clock on anyway. So I just managed the station from there. But uh, yeah, that was my last uh, last wow. shift on air. Was, wow, uh, was nine eleven? Yeah, I remember being yeah. on the air at Star. I left Regina to come to Brandon, put Star on, and then after nine eleven, you went to Toronto. Right. You went to Toronto to work for Rogers, didn't you? Uh, I went to uh, Kitchener Waterloo uh, to run a news talk station there. Okay, and uh, so Kitchener uh, was was a Rogers station. Yeah, and uh, I worked there for. Mm, probably uh, five, six years, and then went to Toronto to the Fan 590, and uh, and then was there for five, six years, and then got the offer to come down here to San Francisco to Entercom, and um, ran that for, uh, uh, well, pretty well. I, a weekend and I, a half. I like your story when <laughs> I like your story when you're like, okay, so you're set up in San Francisco, and uh, things you had to things kind of come off the rails a little bit for that position, and you had to come back to Manitoba for a little bit. And I love the story of how you threw your hands in the air and said, "Screw! I can't do this. I can't do. I can't do the Manitoba anymore. <laughs> I got to be in San Francisco." And until I came to visit you, I now I know what you're talking about. Holy shit! It's beautiful there. Well, yeah, yeah, thanks. The the uh, the position at Power ninety seven, good people, uh, Joy Ello and and the crew there, and it, it was it, it really nice. But it wasn't it wasn't for me anymore, and um, it was very apparent. But the uh, weather is. But the weather know, is. The the weather was is so good. But, it's so great. The summers are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we we've had some some rains and uh, True. some you know, some snow on the mountains here, but. You know, you guys get to hear the worst of it. It's 
it's the the end of the world in California. But really, it's not. It's you know, they, the pool is never put into winter mode. The uh, wow. palm trees are fine, uh, and I uh, we live uh, about thirty miles out of San Francisco, in in a little town called Clayton, and um, you know it's just spectacular. You can walk down to the local bar, which is a saloon. It used to be a brothel back in the gold mining days, and uh, and a couple restaurants, and and really we live in a town of of ten thousand people. And it's only 30 miles away from San Francisco. It's so, absolutely the, gorgeous. Like I said, the last, the last time I was in San Francisco was when you were here. Uh, besides, uh, one time, I went in for a conference. Otherwise, I don't go to work. I uh, I work from home. So, wow. Uh, the beauty part about Twitch is it's owned by Amazon, and uh, we never have to go into the office unless it's a conference or something like that. You're originally from Saskatchewan, right, Don? Like, you grew up there, right? I am Dysart, Saskatchewan. Wow, that's right. So, what? Is, yeah. Explain to. I mean, we can all identify with growing up on the bald ass prairie in the freezing cold. What is it like to be the small town Canadian guy working in a major U.S. city for a tech giant? What What is that? Can you paint the picture for us who have dreams, especially young people who might want to someday work for a YouTube or some big company? What's that like? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. For for an old guy like me, uh, it's it's pretty hard to get your head around some days because of the uh, how fast things move and the the language being used and the uh, the technology. You know, um, I just got used to five G, and all of a sudden, I'm I'm seeing ten G emails come across my email, and I'm going, "What the hell is going on?" You know, like, you know, can I just can I go back to five, please? You know, it's it's those kind of things and the updates to computers and things. And it's it's really it really moves quickly. But here is something that's um, uh, very, very in in grasp of young people these days. They like to play games. They like to be on their PlayStation. They like to be um, on their Xbox. There's people making not only great careers, but incredible money by being on platforms and services like Twitch and um, YouTube and all these services. The, um, you can make a career out of this. There's, a, there's a, a, a young guy, his name is Kai, and he officially got the most subscribers in Twitch history uh, last night, 239,000 Twitch subscribers. He's, he's staying on live for 30 days, so that's his it's his it's gimmick. But he's he wants to hit 300,000, and so you do the math. So anybody that's watching right now, you know, uh, you can subscribe to Tyler's show uh, for five dollars a month. You can get it for free for Amazon Prime. Okay, so you can subscribe to Tyler's show. What does subscription get you? It gets it. It means when Tyler's doing an interview like this, you won't be interrupted by commercials down the road amazon won't send you commercials so you can add and by the way tyler gets two dollars and fifty cents of that so uh of every subscription so there you go so tyler gets some money so imagine having two hundred and thirty eight thousand of those subscribers that's crazy. and then you get that every month every month that every month every month 
That's unbelievable. So, so, so you, you see, is there is there a future in gaming? Should uh, uh, if your kid is playing Call of Duty, um, you know, five hours on a weekend, should you get mad? Nah, you should encourage them a little bit to play some different games and have some more fun, but learn how it works. Yeah, well, and it's data rich. I think that that's the thing that um, you know, if there are parents who think, oh, I don't want little Timmy to be sitting on the couch. Uh, playing video games all day uh, and think that he can make a career of it. A dad, here's the thing. There's lots of data to back this up, which is something that not all media have. Like, T, your six o'clock news, how do I get data out of the six o'clock news? Or how do I get real listener data out of a radio station based on their morning show? Like from this morning, how, how do I, how do I get that data? Yeah. I can't, but on digital so platforms you, you, you like Twitch. For, you, um, yeah. Yeah. You wait for months to get any kind of results. So um, you're doing this show on, on a radio station in Brandon in three months, you'll, you'll you hear, Oh, here's your ratings for this month. You know, you get your ratings right now. Yeah. You know, you know how many people are watching, you know what people are thinking of you and, and because they're, they're talking in your chat room. I have you up right here and I can see that, you know, look at all the people on there. T-Bomber is there. Look at my shadow. Steve Moe and Ryder. Uh, Ryder, Ryder is a golden retriever. And that's I, I'm the first Twitch streamer to have a dog fan. <laughs> uh, <I> just... <laughs> nice. I'll bark at that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, you you're on to something. Uh, you know, when you decided to come down here and visit me uh, a couple months ago and we went and toured the uh, Twitch facilities, uh, you, you could see what a, a head office of a major corporation such as Twitch, who's, you know, vested deeply into gaming, has for it. Um, you know, for the people that are, um, you know, watching now and listening, it's, it's, it's an office where they encourage young people to be themselves and um, they cater to them. By catering to them, you actually cater to them. You have a you have a four-star Michelin chef cooking breakfast. I showed them pictures and I, dinner. I had pictures. If you yeah, watch, <laughs> watch, watch the show later. I've got pictures of you taking me on the uh, on the tour. They oh, I I showed them. Hey, the yeah. podcast and and the Twitch show. It's about food and fun places, of which it was both. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it's one of those things. I uh, I don't go in near uh, near enough, but uh, uh, it, it's it, they they cater to the young young crew for sure and. That's how you get them to work. That's how you get them to work down here, the uh, and and stay at work. So you, it's it's now an it's uh, it's a an employee's choice. It, it the, the hand is all it's all about the employee and their choices. It's not about the employer anymore. So if I don't want to work for Twitch, I can go down the street and work for Google. You know, yeah. I can go go down the street and work for Apple. You know, it, it's you know I can make those choices. I could make those choices if I was a lot younger and smarter, but I'm not. So I'm, I mean, I'm here doing my thing. So there you go. Well, but uh, I, I'm excited about your show. That's for sure. That's I, for uh, sure. I really appreciate it. And I, uh, I was telling Eric about a couple of defining moments when I was uh, uh, getting encouragement from him. And I will never forget. I will never forget a conversation that we had. I think it was in June or July. And you said to me, Ty, Picture a world where you do a show, same hours as you were doing before, say what you want, 
basically do what you want. You're the boss. Then you stop at lunchtime and you go out for lunch with a couple of clients you might have, voice some of your commercials and go for your nap. Like you painted the picture of what my radio life was like, except you expanded the horizon a thousandfold. And that's when I just went, holy shit, I, this is real. This is, I have to, I think I have to do this. Well, you, and that's true. You, you, you look at that, but you look at, you are uh, a great big talent voice space of Brandon and Manitoba. So imagine there, there's a few people that have moved away from Manitoba over the years. You had lunch with them at Twitch. Yeah. You know, it, it's a guy that's doing a morning show down here in San Francisco. Yeah. You know, and, and you look at that and now you're doing a show for that's focused on everybody on that area. However, servicing anybody that ever lived in Brandon, Manitoba around the world. Imagine that. So you, you great. Brandon's a nice small city. You can make a great living. Um, you have a great career. Now, now it's little Johnny that moved to New York to run a financial institution. You know, Don that moved to uh, San Francisco to be a Twitch. Uh, you know, and, and, and you know, Todd that's working in San Francisco. And you, you, you can talk to them. You know, I saw, I saw you talking to your, uh, your, your dad's pictures of, uh, uh, of the beach. Yeah. Mom and dad's pictures of the beach. You couldn't do that in radio. Oh God, no. You, you, yeah. Radio was limited. It's as in the theater of the mind. We always just say, oh, it's theater of the mind. Everybody's picture is different. It shouldn't be. Everybody's picture should be the same. I want to see your mom and dad's beach. And, <laughs> and the deck off the back of that happened. And that's, that's, what I, that's what I saw, you know? So, you know, this is a different world. And um, I'm everybody that's in the chat room right now, uh, make sure you share the channel uh, with with all your social media following, this is the only way this is going to get bigger and bigger is telling people about what Tyler's doing. And, um, you know, you're going to be a big part of the show pretty soon. Tyler's going to do polls in the morning right on here. And, um, you know, and if you want to advertise with them, so easy to do. Tyler will do live reads, do everything for you. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> can you He's tell he man. was, can you tell Always he was happen. my boss one time? Just the greatest. Yep. Just the greatest. He was, he did, Tyler's your man. Always has been. You know, that's the whole thing. He's the, he's the most accommodating guy I know. Accommodating guy I know. Uh, so. You're so kind. Well, hey, I got to let you go. Thank you for making the time for us, Don. I'm going to get some uh, some content in before the show wraps here at the uh, in the next 15 minutes or so. But uh, all my best to your family. And please be safe. And we'll obviously be in touch. And uh and again, a real heartfelt thanks for, you know, uh, all you've done for me. You know, it's it's crazy how this world works that, you know, 20 years later, it was so great when we caught up uh, after a couple of decades in, yeah, in San Francisco. And uh, I'm just so grateful. Thank you so much again. And I, I won't let you down. I won't let the listeners down. We're going to have some fun. Great. Have a, have a great day. Congratulations on the new uh, on the new venture. Don Collins from Twitch in San Francisco. Oh, wow. I'm so glad that we actually got him on. It worked. One of them worked. And we got most of Eric on. I apologize for the uh, the few little technical issues there. But as I was telling you before, Twitch is, uh, has been working on a thing called Guest Star. And it is going to make what just happened with guests a whole lot easier to do. And I promised you 
uh, some actual content. So I have to make sure that I deliver on that. Okay, we're going to make sure that we get you some some actual content this morning from the show about food, fun places and the mayhem of life. So let's take a look at the Disney nine thousand dollar a night room 9000 no it's 900 sorry not 9000 900 dollars a night to stay at this disney resort ah oh, thanks don thank you for having me on great time talking to your audience wish you the best of luck thanks don good morning Okay, so $900 a night to stay at this Disney hotel. Uh, Jenna Clark uh, went to the Disney Grand Floridian Resort at Disney World. So this is in Orlando. And she spent $900 a night to stay there for four nights. I'm pretty confident that her employer picked up the tab on this because uh, she works for a publication called the uh, Grand Floridian Insider. And uh, here I'll show you some pictures. Of course, that's what you want to see. You want to see what she looks like and um, what it's like in these rooms. That's what I wanted to know. So what what do the rooms look like? So there she is. There's Jenna, and she's got her Mickey Mouse ears, and there she is out at the pool. And let's take a look. There is uh, she's the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Nine. 100 U.S., what would that be, like 1,300 Canadian a night? So she says when we arrived, uh, they had to pass through security, and it's gated. So obviously, they're going to check for ID and so on as you're coming into the resort. Um, Once we were dropped off, we took some photos outside the resort. Doesn't look anything special for $900 a night from the outside here. Really, let's be honest. Um, There's a guy, Randy, at the front door. Um, there's the check-in process. She says it was seamless. I guess so. You don't have a lot of people checking into this hotel for $900 US a night. Holy shit, that's expensive. So they give her a map, but look at the lobby. Okay, that's that's beautiful. Okay, here's a nicer picture of the lobby. That's That's a nice shot. Okay, I want to see in the rooms. She says there's lots of Disney characters. Uh, painted all over the place. And of course, um, there's the, the, the key to the room. It's got to be themed Disney. It's got to make sense. She says the resort is on the smaller side, but employees were driving golf carts to drop guests off with their luggage. So, you know, if you were energetic, you could easily take your own luggage to where you need to go. But in reality, they're going to, they'll take those, your stuff for you. And drop it off for you. And you know, why, why do more work than you have to, really? Doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, the building resembled a mini version of the lobby. That's okay. The size of the room pleasantly surprised me. Two queen beds. But again, for $900 US a night? Oy, that's a lot of cash. And then there's a little bit of a living room. Uh, I hope you get Disney passes. For that price. Yikes. Not super, super blown away by anything as of yet. I've seen pillows like that in all kinds of rooms. And there's the art. Okay. Yeah. whoop de doo a chandelier. There she is taking a picture of her bathroom. Two sinks. I mean, you are paying $900 US a night, so I would hope you'd get two sinks. Oh, there's toiletries you can steal. Some people call that stealing. Some people say 
I paid for the toiletries, so I should, those toiletries I've paid for indirectly, this guy. I believe you've paid for those toiletries. They're your toiletries, right? And if you're staying there a week, then you should get a week full of toiletries. No, right? Yes, comments. Anyone? Comments? Comments are welcome. How do you feel about toiletries? Um, oh, the coffee bar is nice. That's a lot of coffee. I guess you are paying, uh, you know, 900 US a night. So you would expect to have some, some, co- oh, okay. The slippers. I love hotels that have got slippers. Have you had a hotel? Have you ever, I've only stayed at probably three. Oh, somebody, somebody stayed at the Grand Floridian several years ago. They gave us a free upgrade. Holy cow. So you can attest to this. Was it $900 a night though? This is a swanky place. This is this when they when they give you the slippers, but the pool, I mean, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. It's oh, it was an all-inclusive deal too. So that meant that the food was included. I wonder if she's going to tell us here if there's food. And then she went exploring on the resort, saw this beautiful fountain and they've got games at the beach area. Okay, more pictures, spend time in the lobby watching the piano player. At, that lobby's not packed because I'll tell you, $900 a night, I can't, I can't imagine a $900 weekend, let alone $900 a night. Oh, my God. She said there was like really great non-alcoholic drinks. That's kind of a big deal. That is really a big deal as time goes on and fewer and fewer people are drinking alcohol. No, it worked out to about 300, 300 US. Okay. That to me seems reasonable, actually. You know, if you spent $300 on, on this, that seems, that seems reasonable. Oh, seasonal flat, that flatbread looks good. Not enough bacon on it, though. We need more bacon on the flatbread. And then, of course, the fireworks, the best part of Disney. Of course, employees have to wear those big Mickey Mouse hands and give you a high five. That's cool. I am a huge Disney fan, so this is, um, there she is. Ooh, having a big ice cream. There's a nice snack. To send you off to bed. Oh, the meal plan was extra. For nine hundred dollars, I'd be eating and drinking all day nonstop. Yeah, if they allow you. I she didn't she didn't specify. I'm I'm sure it must have included all the food too for nine hundred dollars. But one one of our listeners says the meal plan was extra. So wow, that's expensive. But I mean it is Disney, right? And I think that if you have the opportunity to go to Disneyland or Disney World, you should do it. I mean, it is just one of the greatest places on earth. But their resorts, I don't know. I think they might be a little overrated. I don't know. Would you stay there again? I I don't know. I wasn't really blown away. For $900, it's uh, Disney World and Disneyland are very special places. You know, don't don't get me wrong. But uh, that seemed to me to be a little, I don't know, a little lackluster. I was expecting like, holy shit, look at the pool. Look at the look at the room. I could have like a super party in here. It's going to be amazing. What I really want to take a look at is Gordon Ramsay and his pizza. In case you missed it, the Tyler Glenn show is about food, fun places and the mayhem of life. Food. We're going to talk about a lot of cool food stuff. And please send me pictures, DM, email, whatever. If you ate at a cool place and you want to share it, share it with me from anywhere in the world. Same goes for fun places. We're all traveling all the time. So whether you're just going up to the lake or you went to the Bahamas, if you've got pictures and video and you want us to see it on the show, I'll tell you firsthand, I would love to see your pictures. 
I would love to. Oh, we would certainly stay again. The pictures don't do it justice. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, but that's what I'm talking about with the fun places is that um, I want to get it from you. I want you to be a part of this show every day, whether we're having a conversation or you're sending me pictures and video from your vacation or the food that you're having. And then the mayhem of life is just crap going on in the world that is topical, pop culture related stuff, things that that people are talking about. And we'll get more into that likely next week, because just as we uh, had Don Collins on today, tomorrow we're going to have Amber Van Dale on the show. Can't wait to see Amber again. And we're going to have some time together to in you know reminisce a little bit and uh, tell some stories and some lies and that's coming up tomorrow on the show i only have five minutes left with you so i want to get to the gordon ramsay pizza i apologize for leaving this right till the end and i will do my best to work on this cold okay so gordon ramsay has a pizza restaurant called street pizza and they offer bottomless pizza for 16 pound. That works out to $19 US, which would be 25 Canadian dollars. What is the what's the pizza like? Street pizza. Well, it, it's Gordon Ramsay. So here's what the menu looks like. Boy, I apologize. This has been like the unremarkable show, right? I mean, the fact that we took you to that Disney resort and it was kind of like, well, I was okay. It was okay. And like we had one person say the pictures just don't do it justice. So here it is. Bottomless pizza. This is Gordon Ramsay's place. There's the pizza. Holy shit. Gordon. What the hell? Really? I know it's bottomless. And, and guys like me. Yeah. You, you had me at all you can eat, but come on. Really? Basil. It was delicious. It sure doesn't look good. I don't know. Maybe that's his thing is that it's supposed to taste good, but not look good. I don't know. Okay. That drink looks good. I'm not going to lie. And these got, they got some macaroni there. That's, that's pretty good. Mac and cheese. Oh yeah. Mac and cheese. That looks a little bit better. Yeah. It's a bottomless street pizza. Okay. That's better. That's, that looks like a pizza worth having there. The corn and chorizo. That's, that looks good. Okay. And it's it's bottomless, so I'm thinking you'd say, oh, that looks good now. Here we go. We just started off with some weak pizzas. This is squash and blue cheese. That's a weird food combination for pizza. And uh, yeah, so it's, I don't know, maybe I just haven't had enough pizzas of the world. And there's Gordon Ramsay. There he is. Maybe I just haven't enough pe- had enough pizzas of the world. And maybe I'm I'm just like, does it matter how the pizza looks? Um, does does it matter how your pizza looks? Have you ever had a pizza that looked like shit, but was that tasted off the charts? They just went, oh, my God. And I think that things like bacon and peppers and onions kind of tell the tale of a good pizza. That's just me. But anyway, that's uh, a few shots of Gordon Ramsay's bottomless pizza experience. Just a couple of what is set to be... Um, a whole bunch of uh, of content. Oh, tomorrow's show is going to be great. I apologize. Today's wasn't great for you. I know it was a little bit radio insy or we just had to catch up. Now that now that all this catch up is behind us, now that all that uh, we've caught up on our three years apart, now we can get to the fun stuff of Amber, Heather on Friday, and a uh, website launch is coming up on Friday. And then our first contest, our first contest is coming on Monday. 
and it is going to be fantastic. I am so excited to unleash what will be our first major contest for the Tyler Glenn Show. This has been quite the adventure. I'm glad that you could hear at least from both guys that helped me to make this happen. And you got to see uh, Eric for the most part, too. The uh, The podcast version of the show will go now to Red Circle and will be there each and every day. Now, it's important to give this a little bit of time as well, which is why the pod, or the website doesn't launch till Friday, because the aggregate machines have to pick up and then it'll end up on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and it just, it'll go all over the place. But that's going to take a little bit of time. But if you can't wait, go to Red Circle uh, probably within the next uh, hour or so. You'll hear this in its podcast version in case you missed it and share that information uh, with uh, whoever you so choose. Okay. Yeah. So have an amazing day. Thanks for being a part of the very first show. Yay, Canada. Did I just see a Los Pollos Hermanos ad? Yes, you did. They're actually not a real restaurant. So until I have sponsors, which are likely to come, that's that's what's going to be there. But in the meantime... I am going to bid you a farewell, and we will do this again tomorrow. A reminder, Amber Van Dale will join the show. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. Have the most amazing day. Thank you so much for being a part of my next chapter. From the Beach Bunker, I'm Tyler Glenn, and this has been... The Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food and fun places and the mayhem of life. And there is a lot more where that came from. Thanks to our guests today, Don Collins and Eric Zane. It was great having them on, even though it was a little bumpy ride for me. I hope it wasn't too bumpy for you. Thanks for being a part of it. Spread the word. And we're going to have ourselves some fun in the coming days, weeks, months, and maybe years. I don't know. We'll see how long we can make this last. In the meantime, have an amazing day, and we'll see you again tomorrow on The Tyler Glenn Show. money on plant protection supplies now at menards defend your garden with triazicide insect killer its fast-acting formula protects lawns vegetables and many other plants it kills more than 260 insects by contact above and below ground choose from ready to spray concentrate or granular save big money on triazicide insect killer at menards and check out our weekly flyer on menards.com for all the great deals happening now save